Well, hello there, everybody. This is Glenn. And this is Linda, and you're listening to Preparing Our Hearts for Worship podcast. And we're so glad to have you here at Faith Productions for this week's podcast. We hope you had a wonderful week with God's blessings. We had a full week of doctor visits and physical therapy. And also celebrating my birthday. We went out to Louisville at Derby Dinner Playhouse and had a wonderful meal and show. And the next day we went to Renfro Valley and saw a show, T.J. T.G. Shepherd, and had a wonderful meal also. But Glenn continues to have problems with dizziness, nausea, and balance. And he went to the doctor this week to get a second opinion regarding his loss of hearing this year and the other symptoms that continue. I'm so glad you had a wonderful birthday, Linda. And uh, uh, I enjoyed it, too. It was fun for me, too. Well, uh, about the doctor, we did get clearance from the doctor to go out and about as long as I felt like it, if I could. If I'd be very, very careful with my mobility because I am a fall risk. The ear doctor that we got a second opinion from says it is possible that I have an audio, that Glenn has an audio carcinoma around his left ear. With his hearing loss and other symptoms continuing, he thought it best to do an MRI and, and look and see. He says it's rare. He sees about one of these a year. But since we but since we uh, since we're considering so many things that we've ruled out already, he thought it was a good idea to check it. So I got that scheduled for this later this month. We share these things so that our friends can pray for us in this matter, and we thank you so much for your prayers. Well, this week we did something we've not done before. We took an old song one that I sang back in Bible school days that has an unknown author, and the song is called Sweeter Than the Day Before. Now, versions of this have been written over the years by several unknown people. Robert Loveless has a copyright on a song that's similar to this called Every Day with Jesus. It has similar words in, in, its, re in its refrain, but the original song Sweeter than the day before. It was written many years before that, and probably by many people over the years. Well, Vivian and I sat down this week, and we come up with some new verses for this old song, and we added a saxophone instrumental part. And I hope it blesses you. And the song goes like this. Every day with Jesus, sweeter than the day before. Every day with Jesus, I love him more and more. Jesus saves and keeps me. He's the one that I'm living for. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Every day grows deeper, dearer than the day before. Every day he's nearer. I want him more and more. Jesus is my savior. He's the one I'm waiting for. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Every day he guides me, his footsteps lead the way. Every day he guides me, he leads me all the way. Jesus loves and keeps me, 
the word of God that I adore. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Every day with Jesus, sweeter than the day before. Every day with Jesus, I love him more and more. Jesus saves and keeps me. He's the one I'm living for. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Glenn, let's hear Forgiven play this rendition of the song. closer to Christ by spending time with Jesus. I'd like to spend some time today on the most important aspect of our faith journey. Spending time with Jesus in our fast-paced world filled with distractions and demands, it becomes easy to miss the one who we should have our center of our lives on. Spending time with Jesus is a major his major for our spiritual growth, Christian happiness, and peace of mind. 
Let's look at the blessings that come from drawing close to our Jesus, our Master, and our Savior. There's an urgency of spending time with Jesus. It may sound trite, but there must be a starting place for doing this. Probably the most difficult part of any accomplishment is getting started. We all have busy lives. Our lives are filled with obligations, work, family, and social commitments. So many good things bid for our time. Our schedules are full. It's easy to neglect the relationship with Christ amidst all the chaos. All of us have our own agendas. Events of the past week have dictated so much that we scarcely have time to get things done before us. Many times, it's hard to decide what to do first. A most successful friend of mine many years ago told me something that is so simple, yet profoundly true. He said, when you get up in the morning to start your day, first make a list of all the things you need to do, ranking them, and the most important thing first, and then the next important thing, and so on and so on until your list is complete. Then start at the top of the list and work down, and when you get to the end of your day, you will have done the best you could do with your day. While this is simple, and this learned man could have told me much about success in his life, he chose this little bit of information to share with me. Maybe it's so simple we often overlook this. If we have drifted away, or maybe never realized the importance of our walk with Jesus Christ, we've lost sight of the dangers that come with spiritual neglect. Neglecting, neglecting time with Jesus can lead to a spiritual dryness and distance from our God and Creator. We risk becoming overwhelmed by life's changing challenges without His guidance. Even in Jesus' own life, He often withdrew to pray and spend time with God the Father. He set this example for us to prioritize communion with God. There is a great importance in this relationship with God. You see, Jesus desires this personal time, an intimate relationship with each one of us. Spending time with him strengthens our bond and deepens our faith. You know, there's more written in the scriptures about God's desire for fellowship with, with us, his own, his saved family, than there is in any of man's desire to fellowship with God. He wants this. It's what he created us for. I think first we just must realize the importance of this fact. Realizing how important this is is essential to Christian living. Have you ever thought of what 
God does with his children when they ignore this reality. The Bible is full of stories when his children, the Israelites, neglected fellowship with the Lord. And they drifted away from God. Over and over, things went bad for them when this happened. The Bible tells us in Deuteronomy 8, 5, you should know, your, you should know in your heart that man chastens his son, so the Lord God chastens you. And in Hebrews 12, 6, it says, For whom the Lord loves, he chastens, and scourges every son whom he receives. And there are great benefits of spending time with Jesus. There's a spiritual nourishment in reading the Bible and praying. It refreshes our souls and renews our minds. We read in Romans 12, 2, and do not be conformed to the, this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you might prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. There again in Titus 3, 5, not by works of righteousness you have done, but according to his mercy, he saved you through the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. We gain wisdom, discernment, and spiritual insight in time with Christ. We have peace in the storm where Jesus is our refuge and strength at times of trouble. Spending time with him brings peace and calmness to our hearts. Time with the Lord changes us for the better. The Holy Spirit works in us as we spend time with Jesus, transforming us into his image. His image in us is the best part of us, and he created that in us, and that's the reason he loves us. It's the only lovable part of us, and it's so important. When we spend time with God, we become more loving, compassionate, and Christ-like. So you know that's a good thing. Now, after we realize the importance of time with Christ, we should now be motivated to get started. There are practical steps to spending time with Jesus. First, let's set aside a time and establish it as a daily routine. Set aside a specific time each day for prayer and Bible reading and just being with God. Make that a non-negotiable part, negotiable part of your schedule. Find a quiet place. Make it a place of routine for your time with the Lord. Choose a quiet and peaceful location where you can focus on Jesus. Eliminate distractions as much as possible. Distractions are your enemy, and Satan will provide as many as he can, so... Take the measures to keep as many of those away as you can. Think on and meditate on scriptures. Choose a passage from the Bible that reflect and reflect on its meaning and application. 
Now, don't get hung up on where to start. It's absolutely imperative you not get into that mode of saying to yourself, where in the world do I start? If you can't, if you get home up there, just start in Genesis and read systematically through the whole Bible. You can look up a topic in your topical index and find answers to specific questions that you have. For most studious Bible students, there's a program called Sword Searcher. It's a most excellent, exhaustive computer program with search features and libraries, most like like most expensive Bible programs, say Logos. And it doesn't cost but about $50. Now that's reasonably priced. It comes with complete instructions and it's easy to use. So there's no excuse for not doing Bible study at any level. Next, allow God's Word to speak to your heart. God has given us His final Word on everything. It's yours for the reading. It's God's will in written text. He's speaking to you in His Word. As you read, pour out your heart to Jesus in prayer. Listen to his voice and guidance. The natural outcome of this experience is worship and praise. Spend time worshiping and praising God for his goodness and grace. Connect to him through song and thanksgiving. Spending time with Jesus is not a religious duty, it's a divine privilege. It's an opportunity to draw near to the one who loves us unconditionally and knows us intimately. As we commit our time and prioritize our relationship with Jesus, we experience his presence and transformation in our lives. The word of God in James 4, 8 says, Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. The joy of this experience is indescribable. There's nothing else like it this side of heaven. Ask yourself, why do we allow ourselves to get into this condition? Well, I think it's the same reason for our and cause for our lostness. We want to do what we want to do. Our will, not his. We want to control our own lives and don't bother me with anything else. We say, please, Lord, let me do it myself. It's our own selfish desire and fleshly need to control. We think we know best. We want to figure it out on our own, no help wanted. And so he lets us and we mess it up. I have known people to go through their entire life and never learn this. You see, God gives us the freedom of choice. In this way, we're like him. This is how he made us in his likeness. 
Now his desire is that we come to him in love and fellowship, come to him with seeking his loving will for our lives. But he does allow us that choice. He wants a relationship with souls that want it to. The last thing I want to mention is there's great joy and fellowship with Jesus. It's scriptural. David talked about it when he asked God to return the joy of his salvation. In Nehemiah 8.10 we read, Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. In 2 Chronicles 10.27, Then they returned every man to Judea and Jerusalem with Joseph's hat in front of them, and go back to Jerusalem with joy for the Lord had made them rejoice over their enemies. Psalms 21.1 says, Join the salvation of the Lord to the chief musician, a psalm of David. The king shall have joy in your strength, O Lord, and in your salvation. How greatly shall he rejoice. In Isaiah 29.19, it says, The humble also shall increase their joy in the Lord, and the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. Then in Isaiah 51, 3, it says, For the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places. He will make her wilderness like Eden, and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in it, thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Finally, look in Isaiah 52, verse 9. Break forth into joy, sing together your waste places of Jerusalem. The Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. He loves us so much. We miss so much by neglecting this time with the Lord. We are His joy, and He is our joy. We are created to be in His presence. We are most alive when we share this quality time with God. There is nothing else like it. What a shame it is if we miss it. My prayer for you today is that you share this experience with your Lord, Savior, and Master. If you do not know the Lord, you too can learn to have this treasure and experience, but first you must accept him as your Lord, Savior, and Master. He is saying, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Just open the door and let him in. Ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins and trespasses. Invite him in to be Lord of your life. Follow him. Let him have control of your life. Let him guide and direct you in the ways of happiness, joy, in this amazing new life. He loves you. He has demonstrated his love for you with his death and suffering on the cruel cross of Calvary, 
where he took your sin upon himself and suffered your punishment for all your wrongdoings. He literally suffered your eternal hell because of his love for you. If you'd like to talk to me some more, you could email me if you like. My email is glendawson at twc.com or you can write me at glenn at saxymusic.com. God has been gracious to allow us this podcast, and we are thankful for this. Even though we did not ask anyone for money, we have had help from our audience. When our songs are played, we receive a streaming royalty of five cents. We want to say thank you for listening to our songs, because five cents adds up. As you listen to our music while you're traveling or working around the house or whatever you're doing, we trust you enjoy the music and pray it's a spiritual blessing to you. Remember you are helping keep our ministry going just by listening. Now if you don't have a streaming service already to listen to our music for free because it is free, just sign in the YouTube audio channel. Let me give you the address. It's HTTP s colon forward slash forward slash www.youtube.com forward slash at we are forgiven all one word you can listen to our songs you can check out our video channel there too if you have an alexa or echo just say play the music of glenn dawson and listen as long as you like for free if you're not getting our newsletter, go to our website at Glenn, that's G-L-E-N-N, Dawson, E-A.com, and click on newsletter. Well, it's that time again, folks. It concludes our podcast for this week. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, God bless you, and remember, we, we love, love you. Bye, Bye for, for now. now.